0: Hey guys, did you move today? I'm very excited to be here. I have Steven with me. Um, he is a, an awesome human. I've learned a lot of things from him, uh, from minimalism, to not sleeping on a bed, to yoga. And we met a few years ago at a yoga studio in Chicago. And I'm very excited to have you to have you here. So, uh, the first question that I have for you is uh, if, if you can tell me a little bit about your movement journey.
1: Thank you, thank you so much for having me. Uh, my movement journey is um, is eternal. Ever since I was a kid, I used to love and run through the backyard. Um, I grew up in a kind of country environment in a small town. So one of the things I do when I get home from school is I go out into the woods behind my house and run through the woods and swing through the trees like a like a little mini Tarzan. It was so much fun. Um, and then, you know, getting older, I began to be uh, more involved in wrestling, and so along with wrestling came, you know, fitness and working out, strength training. So, um, so I started moving through that. At one point, though, I realized that you know it would be nice to find something that can stay with me for life, you know, a movement that um, I can enjoy into my old age. So, I eventually uh, shifted away from less. Less running, less weightlifting, and more yoga. So that's what my journeys looked like.
0: Was that something that you decided, or it was just it just happened that yoga? Like you, you decide that like you decided I wanted to do yoga, or there was a specific like something happened in your life, in your personal life that you that you. That made you start taking classes or was was it just like oh because I just want to gain some flexibility
1: yeah it's interesting yoga has been with me for for nearly two decades and originally I started getting into yoga because I was weightlifting and my weightlifting partner um suggested that we take some yoga classes because that'll help us gain more flexibility and therefore more strength, and then we'd be able to push more weight. So I started taking yoga early on and but what I wasn't ready for was you know all all the other um, elements of yoga. I didn't know about that. But my teacher taught that. My first yoga teacher taught me breath techniques, different kriyas, meditations, and so forth. So he exposed me to the whole offering of yoga, including the flexibility. And so I was able to keep that practice, you know, alive with me, you know, for the decades to follow. And I typically used it as a recovery tool to augment, whether it was weightlifting, I did a triathlon, you know, when I do um, you know, different runs and so forth. So, just in training for those, I'd use this as a form of active recovery. So, I'd take yoga. I practiced yoga on my own for several years, and uh, and then at one point, I decided that I, you know, there must be something to this yoga that that I don't know about, and that's when I um, enrolled in the to become a teacher training program. Uh, to do the teacher training program at moksha, and that 's when the world of yoga opened up for me and that 's when i 'd say I made the conscious decision to you know shift more towards the yoga because it feels fantastic in my body, and I know that it 's something I can you know do into my old age without risk of injury.
0: Thank you for answering that question um, so I remember we were talking on the back then i was working i was doing the work study program at moksha and then i met you and you were telling me about minimalism and you were specifically telling me that you didn't have a bed and i have to admit that i I freaked out a lot (laughs) and i was like why like why don't you have a bed this is like like you need it you know inside my i did i didn't tell you that but i i inside my head that's what I was thinking and and then you were that person that without knowing changed my life in a lot of ways and so that's why there's an episode about you and this podcast and and so when how did you decide like I don't want to have a bed and at, at this point, do you, do you still, like, are you still sleeping on the floor? Or I, I, I want to know about it because I feel that that's uh, tr- something that transformed my life.
1: Yes, I still do sleep without uh, you know a, a traditional bed frame and you know thick mattress. Although I do have some amount of cushion, it's about two inches thick. I finally invested because I've been sleeping in the bed for so long. I invested in a high quality Japanese um, bed uh, mattress. It's called a futon, I think, something like this, but without the frame, it's just laying on the floor. So um, you know that came to me as uh, for a few things. I started sleeping on the floor to, for my back. You know, I was doing a lot of yoga, a lot of intense training. I was going to you know three yoga classes a day plus practicing at home in the morning and everything else. So laying on the floor is very um, stabilizing for my spine, as opposed to sinking into a you know traditional mattress. So it was therapeutic to sleep on the floor. I was also moving around a lot. I was doing subleases in different apartments, which was really fun because I got to stay in some great neighborhoods in in the Chicago area on the north side and the south side. It was so much fun. And so just being mobile, it helped not to have a big bulky mattress and frame to have to move around. So that's when, you know, having just a rolled up thing just seemed like a logical sense for for personal freedom. Um, But what I discovered, Andrea, is the... um, the the joy of waking up from being asleep on the floor because when i sleep on the floor in order to get up i have to physically get up it's a movement you have to you have to resist the gravity and move yourself up Um, whereas with a, you know, normal bed that's, you know, a few feet off the floor, I don't know about you, but sometimes I can kind of slide out of bed, um, have a little bit of a, um, less effort, so I enjoy that, um, process of actually rising in the morning, and it's starting my day with a powerful movement, you know, confidence in my body, feeling myself, it's, um, it's a real pleasure. So that's another reason why I just keep doing it and a reason why I would totally recommend it to anyone as I did to you once before.
0: Yeah. For sure, that honestly changed my life. And talking about that, we, I remember in one of those conversations that we had, we were talking about um, relationships. Uh, by relationships, I guess, I don't know if we were talking more specifically about love relationships or friendships. I cannot remember exactly. Or family, I I just cannot remember. But I know you were the person that introduced me to the concept of non-attachment. And I don't know if you knew about that, but you you kind of introduced me to a lot of things without maybe knowing. Um, and so I want to talk about non-attachment and what are your take What are your thoughts on like non-attachment and uh, love relationship or friendship or you know?
1: Yeah, um, I'll start with a, kind of a visual um, analogy. Have you ever been to one of those science, you know, museums or exhibits? where they have the little electrode that is surrounded by a glass ball. It looks like a, you know, a crystal ball with like a little electrode in the middle that emits electricity. And when you just are not, you're just not just looking at it, electricity kind of goes everywhere around the edges of the bowl. But then as soon as you touch it, the electricity goes to your hand. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. So this is what... Um, this is how uh, the quality That's occurring when we as a as a as a life um, go and cling to something it's it's pretty cool you know you can go and form a direct connection and be very powerful you know that that little electricity becomes you know very strong between that connection Um, but then if you remove that and if the electricity is unattached to any specific point it has a has a very beautiful um, life of its own Um, It fills the entire shape of the space that's within it in this crystal ball. So by practicing in yoga what we call kaivalya, that's actually non-colored, meaning crystal clear, um, allowing things to pass through you Without, you know, changing your quality This is this is the true word What, you know, some people refer to as non-attachment It's not necessarily non-attachment It's true, there is no attachment But it doesn't mean you don't get to experience things Because as they pass through your sphere of awareness You get to, to experience that totally And um, so it's an, inter- it's an interesting um uh, result of the practice of yoga, and it leads to um, more things that one can do, which is to expand your, your consciousness and your boundaries of perception. So this is what yoga prescribes, and why they prescribe kaivalya or non-attachment. I don't know if that's the answer you were looking for, but um, since it, since I know that we like to have these conversations about yoga, um, I wanted to share that answer with you.
0: Yeah, that's. I think, like, again, that was one of the things, the conversations that I still remember because because I feel at that point in time of my life when we talked about it, I really needed someone to introduce me to the concept. You know, like, I feel like a lot of times we are told that we need a half or we need someone else to complete us and... But in reality, we're just one self, like one single person. And if we can experience that with another person, that's pretty awesome too.
1: Yeah, and as it relates to actually relationships with other people, it, it does. Um, if you have relationships or with people that aren't driven out of this attachment or aversion tendency, it again allows you to, to be one with them and experience them totally, um, and you know, not just the nice things or, or you know their whole person, their whole essence, um, and you can can achieve that uh, with this you know sort of colorless. Um, uh, quality when approaching relationships.
0: Perfect. Now I have a couple more questions for you. Um, and I want to be super honest. So like right now we're in this coffee place and so if you hear uh, people in the background that's totally normal. We're just trying to be as raw as possible I guess. Um, one thing that we've learned about from traveling or about traveling I know you travel a lot so
1: Well, um, I've learned a lot from traveling over the last few decades. Um, even just the process of traveling has changed so much. But um, I've also learned that it's a real uh, privilege to be a United States citizen. Um, I, you know, I travel with other people who aren't from the US, and I see that sometimes it's a, you know, just a bit more cumbersome for them to, uh, you know, um, to gain entry. To places where is for me it's a bit easier so I recognize that um, but I also I also learned a lot just traveling through the United States you know the the corporate job that I have um, has had me traveling around to small communities all throughout the US and um, you know it, there's so much here as well so I think you know one of the things I've learned from traveling is just just the immensity of of you know the planet of the people of this you know this this life is so immense it's so dynamic it can take so many forms and they're all just tremendous so um, it's one of the one of the takeaways that I've um, get from traveling is just the ability to you know feel at home anywhere on the planet to know that you know it's all here um, no matter what part I'm in, I'm part of this big, this big immense thing that um, is really, really fantastic. So um, that's one of the things I like, and, and to, you know, also learn how other people experience life differently, and, and you know, it broadens my ability to experience life more, you know, in a fuller way, new dimensions to it.
0: Thank you very much for that. Now I have the two, well, three questions, three last questions. Um, But before that, let's take a quick break. Okay, so now we're back. Um, So what do you want to be when you grow up?
1: I have a hard time answering that question. (laughs) Because uh, when I was a kid, I had those things in mind, and I've already ticked off all those boxes. So, um, so, but I'm still not—I still don't know if I'm grown up yet. (laughs) But um, definitely, what I'd like to be um, in the here and now is um, a a vibrant, a vibrant human being uh, that radiates uh, love and compassion for all beings around me. So, um, you know, the brighter my light can shine, if that means getting older and brighting, you know, just burning out as a nice bright flare, um, that'd be a lovely thing to do.
0: Thanks for, thanks for that. Um, I've noticed like when I asked this question, like how many people don't know how to answer and that's like super awesome, um, because I think, like, sometimes society wants us to have everything figured out. And reality is like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I want. So, um, did you move today?
1: Yes, I moved. I moved some papers around my desk and the office. I moved myself to and fro on my scooters. I stopped by the grocery store and then came over to meet you here at the bakery. Um, And I also did, you know, what you would think of as movement. I did the sun salutation. That's the the 16 breath yoga sequence um, that we do every morning uh, to uh, lengthen the spine and just feel fantastic. So I did that as well. These are the movements that I did today.
0: And my last question is, what's movement for you? If you can just like say that in like one or two sentences, what's movement for Stephen?
1: Movement is eternal and born out of stillness.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here. Um, is there anything that you would like to share with people? Or where can we find you? How can we take a class with you?
1: Yeah, I teach yoga at Moksha Yoga Center in Chicago. And um, you can find me there. I also take classes. So it's a wonderful place here in Chicago. And that would be the best way to find me. Come take a class with me. Let's move.
0: All right, thank you, guys. Thank you, Stephen, for being here. Um, I want to acknowledge you because without knowing you've influenced me in a lot of ways and I've learned a lot from you and so so yeah I want to acknowledge you for that and thank you very much for listening and I hope that you move today and if you haven't you still have a couple of hours bye